Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This is Roger Cross, and you're listening to Geek Soul Brother and the Nerdy Venom. Hey, all my nerd and nerdettes. I'm Geek Soul Brother, and I'm putting the funk in the final frontier. Welcome to episode 314 of Geek Soul Brother and the Nerdy Venom. In this episode, me and Shadow Scout gave a review of Arrival, the new Amy Adams science fiction uh, not quite thriller, you know, a drama, definitely a good drama. Um, it was interesting. We both liked it. We talked about why we liked it. It was such a, uh, um, uh, interesting movie that left you with, uh, you know, things to think about. Definitely. Also, I went around the table and asked Nerdy Venoms what were some of their favorite or some of their most hated first contacts. Since Arrival was all about first contacts, we talked about other first contacts. Um, you know, Close Encounters of Third Kind, uh, Star Trek, First Contact, of course. And, of course, Contact with Jodie Foster. We had to talk about that, among other films. We just kept bringing up film after film and TV show. Hope you enjoyed that. And, uh, of course, we had our box office totals. We had our nerdy news. Uh, fake movie phone of uh, coming attractions had everything so I hope you guys enjoy the show it was a nice well rounded episode and I think that you'll like it anyway find us on iTunes and Stitcher if you do rate and subscribe to the show also find us uh, on social media you can find me geeksoulbrother.com reviews and trailers on there and also Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus YouTube all kinds of ways. Find the Nerdy Venoms for all your nerdy news on Facebook and Twitter. And just a little warning, shows for adults, so watch the kiddies. Other than that, you guys take care. Talk to you later. Peace. Kevin Crawford always struck me as like a really, really lame version of you can't do that on television. Are we beginning the show? You know, we're kind of seven yeah, minutes late. Geek, geek well, we're talking about Kids his, Incorporated. His, I mean, they turned into, like, living that. light somehow and made letters. That's kind of sci-fi. <laughs> 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 of course it is. Were lights. Anyway, Those were lasers. People out there in Geekdom, I know you didn't tune in to listen to a podcast about Kids Incorporated. <laughs> but you did. Of course you did. If you did, you might want to switch the channel. Then again, if we let... M dog ramble on. I guess I guess you will be in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> we got no, next podcast about Super Bafu. Oh god. This is Geek Soul Brother and the Nerdy Venoms. And we're coming at you. Putting a little funk in the final frontier. Tonight we're going to be doing a couple things. We're going to be reviewing Arrival. Now get it straight. It's not the arrival. No Charlie that's Sheen. That's an old movie. <laughs> yes, exactly. No Tiger Blood. Arrival. Arrival with Amy Adams, uh, Jeremy Renner, Forrest Whitaker, 
pretty good movie. I'm glad Shadow's here so she can uh, give her side of the review. I'll give mine. And because of Arrival, I thought, why not do our favorite first contact films where human beings contacted aliens for the first time? So we can do a little bit, you know, a little bit back and forth about that. But anyway, Geek Soul Brothers and Nerdy Bands, find us on iTunes and Twitter and Stitcher, of course, and a few others, which I was telling Toby about. I got to email you guys. Uh, uh, there's some sites that are picking up our RSS feed, which is not a bad thing. It's it's kind of extra promotion and stuff. Just got to make sure everything's cool. But um, I'll give you guys those links and stuff, let you guys know. And uh, com. of course, you can hit the donate button, help out the show. I'm looking for a dollar a month from, you know, whoever wants to donate. A dollar a month, that's all we need. Right now, you know what? I'm, I'm hoping 20 people that are listening to this right now just donate a dollar a month. com. hit that donate button. Or you can go to... <laughs> Never mind. Go keep going. I thought it was like the Ghost of Christmas uh, Past. Tune in Tokyo. Tune in Tokyo. You messing up his donate stuff. Come on. Yeah. Or you can go to patreon.com slash geeksoulbrother and donate something there. Help out the show, help out the uh the the website, help out everything. You could mention we have mugs and co- and tote bags ready. Yeah, we got some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we got some oh, merchandise. Come on. That, Am I the only one here listening to NPR? Uh, hey, I have a Nina Tone bag. <laughs> Can you let the man anyway. host his show, please? <laughs> Thank anyway. you. Anyway, <laughs> as always, we're going to talk about nerdy stuff, but before everything, we start off with the nerdy news. Hey, we haven't even announced anybody's on this podcast. I'm sorry? We skipped over the entire cat, the dirty venoms. They know us. I have to like use music on them. We suck. We'll so do it at stretch, the stretch for time. We'll do it at the end. Looks like we made it. Kids Incorporated. Geek. Soul. News. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. (laughs) That that deserves to be shot with my Nerf guns. I mean, seriously. (laughs) I had an MP3 ready to go for something else, but no, it has to be freaking nerdy news automatically. What the hell? Jeez. We'll get on it. We'll we'll get it on the end. Don't worry. (laughs) I'll make sure. Breathe. Breathe, Dalek. Breathe. Uh, we begin tonight with two major television announcements. Uh, first, yesterday it was announced that instead of a film in Phase 4, the Inhumans will be receiving their own television series. Uh, oh, not much is yeah, not much is known about it yet, but we do what we do know is that it will revolve around the royal family, so Blackpool, Medusa, Karnak, all that stuff. Uh, it will premiere in fall of 2017, and that the first two episodes will also be shown on IMAX screens. Is it going to be on Fox or FX? No, no, no. It's, oh, so no, it's going to be on oh, ABC. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What am I saying? It's Marvel. It's Marvel. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, 
I don't know why I was thinking. I was thinking mutants or something. I don't know why I was thinking. <laughs> it's inhumans. It's what's for dinner. Anyway, uh, yes. on top of this, it was announced that Sci-Fi is developing a television series around the beloved sci-fi novel Stranger in a Strange Land. Uh, Paramount will be developing it for sci-fi, though it is not yet un- is yet unknown as to when it will premiere. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting too. Oh and God, yeah, I'm, that, uh, I'm I'm excited about that. That Krypton show coming on. Ugh. Yeah, whoa. Yeah, yeah, no, nobody will remember that one. It, it's, yeah. a pilot. It's, it's the pilots. It, they they haven't really put it the series yet. I don't believe. I mean, as long as Stranger yeah, yeah. Strange Land isn't as bad as uh, Childhood End, maybe it'll have a chance. <laughs> well, it seems like they were we're kind of on a Heinlein kick lately. That last couple weeks ago, they announced uh, Starship Troopers was coming back. Was what? Oh, Where right. were you on this? I, yeah. I think I was out. I was watching that horrible Starship Troopers anime. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> That's uh, wow. All right, moving on. Yeah, no. Uh, the fallout from last week's election continues to unfold on social media. Since Wednesday, comic artists Humberto Ramos uh, and George Perez have already stated that they will not attend states that voted for the president elect, much to people's disgust on Twitter. <laughs> uh, Dan Slott, the longtime writer of Spider Man, has quit uh, the social media channel as well. Uh, over the ever-increasing pro-Trump sentiment on the social media outlets, uh, and comedic actor Ben Gelman, Brett Gelman, sorry, uh, has broken ties with Adult Swim on Twitter over the comments made by Mike Lazo regarding the lack of women writers on the broadcasters' shows, so basically no women writers on Adult Swim shows, as well as Time Warner supporting a show on Adult Swim with an alt-right audience. So... Note to Unfunny self. show with that. <laughs> no, note to self. Expand Mike Lazo entry in this week's Dalek Exterminates because he really is a douche. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bringing did. back Fully Cooley was bad enough. This really takes the cake. Mm-hmm. So, moving on. Uh, we are getting a scholarship contest that will coincide with the release of Hidden Figures. Fox and PepsiCo are teaming up with the New York Academy of Sciences to promote STEM in young women by offering scholarship prizes to the winners as well as admittance into the New York Academy of Sciences. Uh, eligible contestants can submit their video submissions on how they would use STEM to change the world to www.searchforhiddenfigures.com. And that's the plot to White Chicks 2. <laughs> Dude. Uh, you know, I'm kind of thinking. I'm kind of thinking like scholarships of women. Ironically, you know, the story. The story was about three black women, but who knows who will uh, who get the scholarship? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's this, the scholarship will go to. There's two divisions. One for high school students. Uh, well, from 16 to 19 year old, and then there's a second entry for those who are 20 and over, and yeah, it's basically scholarships for both divisions, and uh, the high school students or, or you know up to 19 get a scholarship into the junior uh, academy of sciences for the organization, whereas those who are 20 and over get the get a year's membership into the organization. So. That, that's cool. That's pretty cool. So, Again, irony. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, despite there being quite a few quality sci-fi shows on television now, uh, a CBS executive feels that Star Trek Discovery would not work well on TV. Jim Lanzone, chief executive over at uh, CBS Interactive, stated in an interview on a podcast, which is ironic on itself, that, and this is quoting him, things like Lost and Heroes have had parts of, you know, sci-fi, but historically a show like Star Trek wouldn't necessarily be a broadcast show at this point. And so you kind of look at the other networks we have, CW and Showtime, it just fit. Just fit the, the with the digital audience and having that digital Star Trek audience. So and, and yet shows like Kevin Can Wait are appropriate for CBS. Yes. Yes, true. Yeah, I'm sure having you know keeps one show will somehow support a digital platform when you have like you know all your you know prompt Crap. and laughed sitcoms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Star Trek couldn't even support freaking UPN. How do you expect it to support um, a digital platform like whatever it is, CBS? I mean, Star Trek belongs to syndication, but they kind of killed syndication. Star Trek didn't support UPN because Enterprise was not well-received. Make a good show. Well, neither was Voyager. Yeah. But that lasted yet, five seasons, though. So. I mean, DS9 had no problems in syndication, but, you know, the syndication market's dead now, thanks a lot, TV broadcasters. So. Just make a good show. Mm. Come on. Uh, and so put it on the... Netflix so we don't have to buy your garbage subscription service. <laughs> uh, some other quick news. Renowned Japanese actor Toshiro Mifune, who passed away in 1997, finally received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So congratulations are in order, even though very late. Uh, Michael Shannon apparently fell asleep while watching Batman v Superman uh, on an international (laughs) flight. Uh, Uh, I don't blame him. (laughs) Paramount is giving a Green Green Hornet reboot another go, this time with Gavin Uh. O'Connor directing. Uh. Uh, Jessica Chastain Why? has been tapped to play the title or role in the Painkiller Jane film. Another hmm. one? Really? Well, this is a film, not a not a series. Well, we don't need anything. <laughs> so, uh, Spirited yes, Away. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. Spirited Away will be re-released in select theaters in celebration of the film's 15th anniversary. The uh, only and... I've ever seen it in a theater three times. <clears throat> wow. I never got to see it in the theater. (laughs) And HBO has renewed Westworld and Insecure for second seasons. So congratulations to those two shows. And finally, we are one step closer to having Jurassic World. Oh, Uh -oh. no. Yes. A Japanese amusement company has developed realistic robotic dinosaurs it wants to use for a new theme park. Oh, that's uh, not Jurassic World. It's just Dino Crisis. <laughs> so it's Rest World, but you get to do dinosaurs instead of people. Exactly. Well, that's funny because Rest World was written by Michael Crichton, who rewrote it into Jurassic Park. And, oh. Thanks, uh, the robot, the robots will be controlled by humans for now, but it's only a matter of time when these <laughs> damn fools put AI into those robots, and we have real dinosaurs on our hands. 
Yeah, you you packaged it, John. You packaged it. Life finds a way. You packaged it. You put the trademark on it, and you sold it as a product. But you can't do that, John. You can't. <laughs> wow. That must be something. Oh man. Anyway, for more news and commentary from the Nerdy Venoms, check us out on Twitter at 5NerdyVenoms. That's F-I-V-E Nerdy Venoms. Or our Facebook page, facebook.com slash 5NerdyVenoms. Again, F-I-V-E Nerdy Venoms. And that is your news for this Tuesday evening. Yeah, Yay. but when the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the, the Pirates don't eat the tourists, John. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mr. Private to you, buddy. Oh, John, the character, character's name was John. In John Hammond. Oh my god. <laughs> Those are actual quotes from Jurassic Park. I her. know, exactly. I... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, Dalek. That was pretty good. All right. <laughs> All right, so, uh. Oh, shit. About... <laughs> Actually, talking about nothing. We're going to switch over to Rival. <laughs> has nothing to do with dinosaurs. Oh, no, there, was there, there, there was a trailer this weekend, wasn't there? The aliens did look uh, interesting. What did they know? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. What was that one trailer thing that came out this? Well, there was two trailers this weekend, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah two trailers. We'll talk about trailers after. Want to want to give the audience a, our take on Arrival? So, uh, Arrival, like I said, Amy Adams and uh, Forrest Wicker, Jeremy Renner. And a few others. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. One of the aliens. Martin Sheen, Emilio Estevez. They just got the whole clan there. <laughs> exactly. They pulled the zippers off of their alien suits and they popped out. They had that one black kid who had the backwards knees and what was it, the first oh, movie at the end? Bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> bring that up. <laughs> yeah, the black kid that could jump a. Uh, that was like the worst scene ever. Those backward knees of him so he could leap. <laughs> oh my God. I believe I can fly. Oh, <laughs> Lord. So Rival, Happy anniversary, um, Space Jam. 20 years, baby. <laughs> all right, all right, M Dog. Right. Okay. <laughs> We've lost our damn minds. <laughs> lost our damn audience, too. Oh, oh, that goes without saying. We had to pick it up again. No, not having it. Um. Uh, what do you think about Rival? Amy Adams, all that. What do you think about Rival with the with the uh, with the slices of orange spaceships that were floating? <laughs> yeah, they did like orange slices, right? I never even realized that. Nobody it was like a cross it? between that and like 2001 Space Odyssey, whatever they were. Oh, the, I... the, with the obelisk. Yes. Yes. No. I um. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. This was just what the doctor ordered. Um. Give the audience. Give the audience a a summary of what the movie was about. Yeah. So, um, there are these space pods that mysteriously appear, uh, twelve of them in different locations around the globe, and everyone's freaking out. So they put together a, a team of scientists, linguists, military, trying to figure out, okay, what can we do to see if they're friendly or not? 
And on the American side, Amy Adams plays a uh, linguist. Um, Jeremy Renner plays, um, he's a scientist. And I'm trying to remember what kind of scientist. He was like a theoretical. Jeremy Renner, I think he was an astrophysicist. Yeah, okay. Uh, astrophysicist. I don't buy that. How, why do I not buy that? Wait, <laughs> you gotta see the movie. Haw- Hawkeye as a as a physicist. Wait a minute. Yeah. I mean, that's like believing like Martin Sh- or Charlie Sheen can be an astrophysicist or whatever. Or Keeper Sutherland as the president of the United States. Hey, if you wear the right glasses, you can Thank be anything. You. Thank you. I that's have true. several pairs. That's true. And, and plus, Neil deGrasse wasn't available. Duh. There <laughs> he was doing Mars, the, the series on yeah. the side. He was teaching. He was teaching a class at Neil deGrasse High. Oh, oh, oh. So, so Shadow, what you think? I thought this movie was well done. I mean, it was smart without being pretentious. It was thoughtful. Um, the pacing was amazing, and I've never said that about a film before. Um, Not on this but, podcast. Yep, not in this podcast you haven't. (laughs) (laughs) What are you trying to say? Anyway, I mean, and I think part of that has to do with the music as well. I I think, um, was it Johan Johansson? Maybe he did the score. Um, I think he was the same person behind Sicario, which had an amazing Mm. score. Just really thoughtful. Yeah. And it just like everything kept going right along. The dialogue was great, um, and you know, I felt that it had a lot of heart to the story as well. It wasn't so much about oh my god, the aliens are going to attack. It's more about how people relate to each other in times of stress, trauma, and high pressure situations. So I would say, you know, geeks can see it for the sci-fi aspects and. People who aren't into the sci-fi aspect could see it for some other things. And I, I felt it was just like um, a really well-rounded story. I mean, it was also a story about a mother and and grief and how she dealt with that. So um, I, I I love this movie. Hmm. <laughs> you could hear it in your voice. I know. Um, I do agree with you that it was... Um... It hit on several levels. It was a very well done film. It was one of those science fictions that catered to the human condition a lot more than to the high concept of you know, you know, aliens just landing on Earth. Um, the the aliens themselves were touching in a certain way. You know, sentient beings that. That, uh, you know, they did have an agenda, but they were willing to be patient with humans to, to find out that, you know, humans were had to take their time finding out. Because the main situation is that Amy Adams had to break this uh, their language. And, no, like, even the way that they wrote and talked was... Not con- not common thinking among among humans. Mm-hmm. So human beings had to elevate their idea of what language was and what expression 
of ascension being what expression could be. Even uh, Renner had said in the film, like, you know, he got smarter or, or not smarter, but he he came to understand new things in looking at Amy Adams uh, breaking her character Louise breaking down the aliens language and stuff like that. Don't <laughs> Elliot um, sitting back laughing like, oh, we already know English language and look at how long it's taking them. Uh, <laughs> we could have best spoke to him, but hey. <laughs> yeah, they like they knew English and they like, <laughs> no, nah, they didn't know English. So they didn't um, try the universal language of mathematics. No, that didn't uh, work actually. They did that. try it. That, the, the beautiful thing is that did not work. Yeah. So it Carl Sagan exactly is work. spinning in and, his and, space and grave. And you know what? I think that's a trope. I think that's a trope anyway. Like, you could mm-hmm. you could talk about mathematics being the universal language, and it is, but how do you order coffee and a donut in algebra? <laughs> because it's the, it's the universal language of uh, getting money. That's what math is. <laughs> I can you get that coffee saying? and a donut if I say one plus the, one is two the, of those. The size and circumference of a donut uh, by no. the chemical no. breakdown. No. No. Guys, no. don't you understand? A donut is a flat circle. <laughs> <laughs> kind of oh, like the earth. It's <laughs> a hole in the middle. So, so yeah, so they, they kind of... Renner was there because of the, you know, possibility of them needing math. And Amy Adams, Amy Adams was there because she was an excellent linguist. And uh, I was looking at the end of the credits, and there's a company called Vino Linguistics LLC that I assume helped the, you know, help in the formation of the alien language and stuff like that. Um, I didn't have a problem with the movie at all. It 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 just was such a quiet. It was kind of like a quiet. Film. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of some other science fictions that were quiet like this. But it was definitely uh, quiet film. Matters. I think it's this generation's. Uh, I think it's just this generation's uh, uh, contact. But so better. It didn't saddle it with an unnecessary religion plot, did it? Um. It did, didn't it? No. <laughs> no. And I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, what movie did that? Contact. 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 Oh, I barely remember that movie. So. Uh, I don't think contact. I don't think contact. I mean, no, I don't think contact went directly to religion. It they did. They did to... exactly that. They had a whole scene where they, like, you know, Jodie Foster had to say if she believed in God or they wouldn't let her on the stupid spaceship. <laughs> I don't remember. Yep. That. Yeah. And then they had the then yeah. they had the religious dude bomb the place. So yes, and Matthew McConaughey's Matthew character. McConaughey, yeah, they're right. Matthew yeah, back for the back when nobody cares about Matthew was McConaughey. Was a religious figure kind of stopping her oh, from getting onto? Oh, the... but yeah, but that wasn't for the aliens. That was that was over the ignorance of human beings. Yeah. But then it was the aliens too, because it turns out her dad was the alien, and they're not good enough to see the real aliens yet because they haven't learned about themselves. Because they need Matthew. Yeah, but that's not that's not religious connotation. Yeah, that was, uh, it was. Though right. it was all spiritual at the end. Did they go to the oh spiritual gosh. nonsense, or did they actually have horrible well, but, but monster here's aliens? Here's here's the thing: if you're meeting other sentient, 
if you're meeting other sentient beings, you're going to want to connect with them on some type of mental, spiritual level. Whether you call it spiritual or not, some internal level, you know. And that's that's what was interesting about this movie. Now, were they bad aliens or good aliens? Well, I don't want to spoil that. Do we actually yet, get but... aliens, or is it all just like you know uh, a, a way of thinking or something? What no, Amy a- Amy Adams was giving high fives to the aliens. Were they yeah, actually tentacle monsters, five. or were those like you know just misleading yeah, ha-has? Giant space squid. Did you not look at the trailer? And the... Yeah, I did, but I figured homework. like I figured that was like a mislead. I figured did you that not was, like, do your you know, homework. It's like that's our mislead. It's like those are just our pets. We're just using them to scare people because they're stupid. We look like humans. Ha ha. That was oh, wow. so dumb. Anyway, recommendation. <laughs> Yeah, the beautiful thing the beautiful thing about it is that they focus on Amy Adams, uh, you know, kind of like her life and stuff like that. I think it was well acted. All all the players did well. You know, Jeremy Renner did well. Amy Adams did it, it, it exceptionally well, showing like the different uh, the different facets of her being, you know, the linguist, the mother, like like Shadow said, the mother, um, you know. A person dealing with loss, which is on the beginning, and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was really well acted, very good science fiction. Probably, definitely one of the best movies. Like a, like it was a solid, It was a real film. It wasn't. They, they didn't try any spectacle or any, it was a real film. Huh. Set in a sci-fi setting. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, now, do you think that the whole point of, like, you know, the main character, of course, have, like, you know, especially in a movie like this, they have to be dealing with loss. Do you think that came off as a little, you know, hackneyed or tropey? Because, you know, every single movie like this always does the main characters dealing with a major loss. It, a little bit. It did, it did come off a little tropey. Um, I mean, it's like all, like you, every scientist in the world can't be a damaged individual. There's no way in hell. <laughs> Yeah, there should be some happy scientists that just go in and and do their it's job. Like all of them have like you know, you know daddy issues or something. No like, scientist gets into science because they're happy. Uh, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> in fact, they uh, get into science to get away from the crap <laughs> and try yeah, to figure out yeah, why is yeah. all this crap here. <laughs> you get into science because of that. But Shadow, what what else did you think? And we can spoil it if. Uh, we can spoil it. If you guys don't want to listen, we'll do a little spoiler so uh, you can check out for a few minutes. Uh, are you going to tweet while I'm checking out? No, you got to listen to the spoilers. That's oh, part of your job. Man, what are you talking about? You, <laughs> you should have went and saw it. You know what was JD, going on. you want to see this movie? I won't spoil it so much. Um, okay. Just don't, tweet, uh, just don't tweet any spoilers. Well, I guess I if you're not going to tweet, but you have to listen to all of them. While you're not tweeting, you're not you going to tweet out spoilers. You don't have to listen. So, Shadow, what, okay. what, what was okay? Not what, listening. Okay. What, what, what was uh, what were some of your favorite parts of the movie? Because it, it 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 played for me. It played so um, serene but constant that I almost can't pick out. A particular spot in the movie that I really liked. Oh, I because it was all good. It was, you know, it it ran at an even pace for me. 
What oh, do you think? My favorite part in the movie was when Amy Adams broke down um, the question, what is your purpose? Um, when she was mm. trying to explain to Forrest Whitaker, he's like, why are you teaching these aliens how to read? Like, <laughs> what? We, we're tra- I have to explain to a group of men why this project is taking so long. China's ready to, you know, flip the switch, throw some bombs at these things. We need to hurry yeah. this up. Um, and I really love how she just really broke it down for him, the complexity of language. It's not so much to know the words, but you also have to know the intent of why you're using certain words. And you also have to know how do those words relate to their experience? Um, so it was like, we need to know how they think um, before we just throw words at them. Um, and that came into play later. They eventually got to a point where they created a computer program that was able to, you know, decipher um, the alien symbols into words and phrases. Mm. And so at one point, um, they typed up some questions like, why are you here? What's your purpose? And then <laughs> the alien typed back, choose your weapon. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, God. So, so you of course, there that. was a miscommunication. Right. And so you have all, everyone what? else, like Russia's ready to blow. China's ready to blow. And like Amy Adams is like, maybe weapon means tool. Like, can we just calm down? Um, so that was a lot of fun. I also like how they portray just the different ways people think coming from the humanities, coming from the scientists, not opposing, but just different, you know? Um, so they didn't do that trope of the sciences are cold. The humanities are all about heart, but it was just like, they're different modalities um, that you can, you know, use in any situation. Um, and maybe they work better together if we all cooperate. So now, yes. Now, now, did they uh, did they suffer the fate in the military? Just had to blow up something, or did they actually? Yeah, that was, avoid that? Bit, that was a little bit of a military blow up. Yes. Was yes. it the Chinese? Because it's always those crafty Chinese. So. <laughs> no, it was not. No, it, it was. was. It was. Uh... Or is it the Russians? Because, like you know, they have an itchy trigger finger too. <laughs> no, it was it it was former uh, Trump supporters <laughs> that. <laughs> ah. No, it was um, it was uh, it was guys that were scared. Yep. Of something different, and they figured they would. I don't know. You know, they didn't think it through as most ignorant, <laughs> fearful dudes end up doing. They didn't think it through. But, yeah, they tried to destroy the ship. And, uh, you know, they didn't do too well. So some country got, like, you know, removed from the planet then. <laughs> no, no, no. None of that happens. Oh, they actually avoided. Oh, I was thinking. Happened? I thought. I was thinking honestly, like from the trailer, it's like they're avoiding set pieces. That means that nothing gets blown up, probably. <laughs> no, you no, gotta remember, like, like we said, this movie is a quiet. the 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 story is subtle. A lot of the story is subtle. A lot of the story is intuitive. 
as as far as Amy Adams and all the key players kind of interacting, you know, the aliens mm-hmm. and the humans interacting and stuff like that. And a lot of uh, a lot of the other more aggressive parts of the story are on the fringe of the storytelling. The focus is really, you, you, you know, what's happening internally between Amy Adams, these aliens, and, you, you know, some of the other characters and stuff. So, no, they, they it, it wasn't like it turned into, like, you know, Independence Day 5. Oh, my God. Like that. Was it you more know, like five, a, uh, I, an Outer Limits episode? Like, you know, which had probably, like, a million episodes that had a similar kind of plot and, like, you know... Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't so hard. It didn't hit you so hard. It was like right. I said, it kind of it, it kind of eases the story eases itself into your into your psyche and lets you understand. Because when I walked away from it, there was a big thing about nonlinear yes um, perception, right? The aliens, the way they wrote, they wrote they, their words were in circles, so you could go forwards or backwards and still read the same word, right? And their sentences were the same way. They literally were writing, even though though it wasn't writing, if they had hands that they would write with, they explained that they would literally be writing with both hands Mm -hmm. from both ends of a sentence. Wow. Yeah. And that's what Amy Adams was talking about. I'm sorry, Shadow, go ahead. No, I was just saying, they just used all their, their brains in that way. Huh, that's kind of cool. So they actually fun. are tentacle monsters? <laughs> yes, and they um, uh, kind of you have like a Warshack ink blot superpower squid ink uh, thing going on. I can't explain it any other way. But yeah, it's like, it would like squirt of... it out, and then it would like turn into a shape. It was awesome. That's neat. Yeah. So were they more like not good or evil, but they like you know like you know has the theories go just above us like so vastly that it was didn't really matter to them what we were. I mean, they, they were benevolent. I'll say that they were benevolent. Yeah, yeah, they were benevolent. They knew they were more advanced. Uh, they had a mission, which I I don't want to spoil that, but they had a mission. They needed and, uh, <laughs> Huh? We'll be taking Amy Adams back with us. V for victory. <laughs> oh, God. It, we need strong, independent women with daddy issues. No, no. Does anyone on the show know the name of the two aliens from The Simpsons? Where they are like... Oh, Kang and Kodos? Yes. So they were like the opposite of that. That's funny right. just thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> But really, the movie the movie is good because it, it it just like Shadow said it it doesn't necessarily take itself seriously, but it takes the subject matter very seriously. Oh, there's no cool. there's no tongue in cheek feeling about you know oh aliens come to Earth and what do we do? It, it's more like it's more like okay we're dealing with something that's totally alien to us. As, as a life form, how do we handle this and not mess up? Right. You know, how do we handle this and not mess up? That's, and that's, how? You gotta have that first and, impression. And, and, <laughs> yeah, first impression. But you got twelve first impressions because they're twelve ships. So 
how do each of the countries, like how does yeah. this planet handle this in their various differences of culture exactly. and language and so forth? You know? So I what do you give a shadow? I'm giving this four point five. Wow. That's a good score. Yeah. Yeah, yeah from Shadow it's excellent. It's like a six. <laughs> Teen. I'm giving it a, a four two five, four point two five cosmic afro. Only because there was a reveal in there that to me took it for me personally. It took it from the high concept metaphysical a little bit lower to the kind of dealing with reality, dealing with facts or something like that. The reveal with Shadow Note, you know, it, for me, it kind of took it from that lofty, um, uh, you, you, you know, mental, I, I guess, mental exercise of what if aliens came down to like, Okay, this is one reveal, and it's it's more concrete than than uh, you know just high minded thinking. So yeah, but still four four two five. I'm definitely giving that a high score. It was a beautiful movie. Don't a lot oh, yeah. of sci fi do that to you though? Like it gets you to thinking and thinking, and then you get to the end, and it's like, uh, darn it. Yeah, contact. And I was, you broke my train of thought. <laughs> Oh and God! Inter- don't get me that. started on Interstellar. I could do a whole episode about how much I hate that movie. Mm-hmm. No, I was pondering that, and and absolutely, Interstellar falls in that category hard. Luckily, uh, this was not Interstellar. This this was just a minor. It really was just a minor thing. But but for me, now, it, just, you, it, it made me notice. Are, are you more or less excited now for Villeneuve's next movie next year? What is it? What What is his next movie? Blade Runner 2. What oh, Blade Runner 2. Ooh, I'm actually kind of excited. I don't think they should touch Blade Runner, but okay. No, no, it's <laughs> it's Blade Runner 2049 is what it's called. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Which Which is it's Blade Runner 2. Blade Runner 2. Runner 2. <laughs> it's Blade Runner. The future, future. I mean, I mean and I, and if this is an example, L- then yeah, that's fine. Yeah, what did Art skip this movie? Four point five. Thank you. Since nobody told me to come back. Oh, we didn't know you <laughs> were listening. Come back to us. Oh. Come out of the booth. <laughs> you were don't off the let grid. the door show the way back out. <laughs> yeah, we just way back okay. in. We just All right, let's let me just uh, remember to give him a minus forty-five. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> that's funny. Let's move on, and then we'll do another topic and, and work that out. Um, Before we could do that, can I just submit? I did get a fun movie in this weekend. Oh, yeah? Doctor Strange. I did see Doctor Strange. Wow. It came to your town? And now you're studying to be a sorcerer. <laughs> yeah, so I'm studying to be a sorcerer who talks, kind of talks like house, but not really. <laughs> Alex is sitting there right now in his underwear and his cloak of levitation. Oh my god. Floating. He's not sitting. <laughs> it was a little talky, especially like the first thirty minutes or so. It's a very it's probably the talkiest Marvel movie I've seen to date. But afterwards, it just once uh once he gets the uh what the eye of uh, was it Agamotto? That probably doesn't that right. Yeah. 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 Agamotto. The, the eye of Agamotto, it just 
it just becomes this crazy ride, and I, I thought it was pretty good. I'll, I'll, and uh, I'll probably give it a four. Did you feel like it was a Marvel movie or something else? I don't feel, I mean, it doesn't really feel like a Marvel movie I'm, I'm, because of the whole mirror dimension thing. Even even then, it's like, this kind of feels like a Nolan film, but... Thankfully, it wasn't Nolan. <laughs> Thankfully, it wasn't Nolan because it didn't turn into another poor man's Stanley Kubrick rip-off hack job that he's been forcing on us and he's going to force on us again with fucking Dunkirk. I am done with you, Nolan. I am done. <laughs> can I can I mention a final thought about Doctor Strange because I didn't get to bring it up last week and I thought it was hilarious. Uh, final I love how the end of the movie has like a uh, Marvel says Mar like they have a little tagline that says Marvel reminds everyone to be safe, don't text and drive. And all I could think of after seeing that is like, yes, don't text and drive because then you won't break your hands and get kick-ass magic powers. <laughs> Yo, dude, that is hilarious because. I joked about that with Geek Soul Brother as we was walking out, but I never took it that far. I mean, that's exactly what I was thinking, well, like, when that line came up. It's like, yeah, so you don't want me getting magic powers? Screw you, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to text and drive even more now. I will remind you not that's to be funny. near any bomb testing sites. Marvel reminds you not to ride any Nazi missiles into the Arctic. <laughs> Marvel, uh, Marvel reminds you to avoid touching strange hammers. <laughs> we're, good, we're good. We're good. We're good. We can go on and on forever. Stop. Don't don't do anything to the strange hammer. Um, <laughs> Just... I did comment. I, that I should did be comment a, in my should be a, t a shirt quote by the way, Geeks Old Brother. Don't do Don't anything, touch anything with strange hammers. <laughs> um, I did comment that I did find it interesting that Doctor Strange was not the chosen one, as as some things do, you, you know, as a trope, right? The the, yeah. the guy that gets chosen into the Asian culture or whatever, and he's the best or whatever. He he um. He wasn't necessarily the chosen one. The nope. ancient one tried to kick him out. You know, in that Wong ended up taking him in out of maybe out of pity or whatever. And know? then Wong is actually his superior, though Wong looks to him as a leader only because of the fact that he's willing to do stuff. Yeah, that he's fought right. again. You know. Oh, I should mention oh, the only thing I did. He definitely, he definitely ends up becoming. The white dude that you know saves the day. That's just how it's written. That's you know that's the time yeah. that he came up in. That's the time that he was created. Yeah, yeah. And then, but, yeah. It, I but it is interesting that that people around like he's still not he he's still not necessarily he's still not um, necessarily Foster Supreme. He's just no. I mean, he's just kind know, of a placeholder. Yeah, he's a placeholder. Exactly. That's what it is. I should he's point. A uh, he's, he's, I, I should point out. I did the only like... problem I had. I should point out Sorry? the only problem I had with the movie was I didn't. Uh, the villains were crap. That was about it. Yeah, that's like every Marvel movie. Though. What Marvel villains are not crap? <laughs> the ones uh, that are in the movies. The yeah, the ones that aren't Loki. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the ones that aren't Loki. <laughs> that are the ones are on or... Netflix television shows. <laughs> and Loki and and Loki be teetering. Loki be teetering a little bit. He still yeah. was the best of his like, body it's, issues. It's so hard. It's, yeah, so, but... it's so hard to, to get a decent villain out of these. Yeah, but all they uh, need is Doctor Doom back, and I'll forgive them. 
A real yeah, but uh, who who's to say they a won't get Doctor Doom? Doom correct? Yo, it, it's hard. When I, they... I think Marvel would get Doctor Doom correct. Like, nah, that's the nah, one nah, other nah, villain I think, I think nah, they can get Only if it's well, his movie. Doctor, they cannot do Doctor Doom as badly as the uh, Fan Four Stick did. Come on. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. And and they're doing these <laughs> these their villains are so bad because they're writing the heroes for nowadays, but they're still writing the villains from like the sixties. Yeah, I think sure. they have a point, Toby. Yeah, I mean, that's part they're, of it. The, yeah, the heroes are contemporary, but they're, the villains are falling into the comic book, you know, the, 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 abyss. the comic book I mean, abyss. I mean, besides Ultron, but he was terrible. No, he fell yeah. into that abyss, too. Come on. Yeah, yeah he really did. Well, I guess, well, I guess oh, I Zemo was okay if he didn't show. do anything then. Yeah, Zemo was I love all, Ultron's sarcasm was beautiful for an AI. I don't know. The writing is good. Yeah. Sarcasm, that was great. He was you just know? too chummy. I hate, like, I, that's what I said about it in the review. I hated how chummy Ultron was. He should be a kill, like a ruthless killing machine. And I agree. They, they used the wrong voice for it. We're talking yeah, about Disney. They're, they're only going to go so far. And, and that's why we're getting better stuff on Netflix. You know, a little <laughs> bit better villains on Netflix. But we'll have to see. Anyway... Yeah, anyway. uh, Dormammu was basically just uh, parallax. Yeah, he was yeah. a war. Oh, I, I, I can't wait for Ghost Rider to be picked up as a Netflix series. By the way. Uh, oh, absolutely. We need Ghost Rider and Blade, and you know, we need a few of them. Midnight Suns, the you know, the whole Midnight oh, Suns. Well, I don't know if it's going to be picked up like that because of, no. because yeah. now he's on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't know if he's going to be picked up. They're talking about bringing a Ghost Rider series to Netflix because he find it Yeah, too, but it'd be yeah. beautiful if they crossed over from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to, to Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Man. That's probably their plan, it. man. They'll probably bring Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to Netflix. Oh, that'd be awesome. I would not that'd mind that at all. <laughs> no, there. Anyway. Oh, can I just on. say something That's about that? Let's get some, uh, before we go into our next topic, which will be first contest, just off the top of y'all's head. But before that, let's uh, do some box office total. Oh, See yeah. what happened this week. Which yeah, we got money. box office. We yes, got box very office. very good, M-Dog. Yeah, number one, <laughs> again, is Doctor Strange. It made $42.9 million. Uh, nice. number two, less than really 50%. Well. Less than yeah. 50%. Less than 50% drop. Uh, number two, Trolls made another 34.9 million, also significantly less than 50% drop. Uh, number three, Arrival made 24 million, but it actually performed quite well considering what it cost to make. Mm-hmm. Number mm-hmm. four, Almost Christmas, 15 million. Number five, Hacksaw Ridge, another 10.6 million. Number six, The Accountant made 4.4 million. Number seven, Shut In, which probably should have came out weeks ago, made 3.6 million. Number eight, uh, uh, Boo a Medea Halloween made another 3.5 million, which just seems odd considering it's way past Halloween now. Number nine, Jack Reacher Never Go Back made 3.3 million. And number 10, Inferno made 3.2 million and is a complete failure. That sank like a, that sank like a brick. Burn, baby, burn. What is up with Ron Howard? Like, I feel for him right now. I mean, he He's has a hack. Dark tower He's always going to hack. He always will be a hack. <laughs> okay. Wow. Ron he is hack. not a hack. Yeah, he is. 
I mean, oh, he had a few, a like, you know, he had a few hits, and then, like, you know, he's kind of been coasting on that success ever since then. Anybody who made the Grinch Ed TV and, uh, what was the name of that other movie that he made that was really bad? Um, I'm sure you'll God. Like it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know. What did he make? The hack? <laughs> did he make Swordfish? No, no he didn't make no. Swordfish. He made the Grinch. That's about as bad enough. Yeah, that's bad. He did work on this Mars series, though. Oh, whatever. I think, uh, exactly I think Ron credit. Howard is the Spielberg that never was. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's like Spielberg, he considering his latest, like, you know, his career moves lately. Well, I mean, Spielberg, yeah. Spielberg's definitely uh, faltering himself. But I think Ron <laughs> Howard just never could crack that formula that Spielberg could crack. But, you know, it that's is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Anyway, that's a good box office soda. Um, anybody got some shout outs real quick before uh before Shout we, out to uh, uh Mutsky for coming back. We missed you, baby. <laughs> baby. That didn't sound pervy at all. <laughs> hey, that was a baby. That wasn't a baby. That was a baby. Sound like sound no. like Elvis Presley inviting Muskie to his room. Okay. Like, come on up for some fried peanut butter and banana sandwich, baby. Yeah, just, just dude, just seriously stop, okay? <laughs> just um, stop. Anyway, uh, shout um, out. oh, I, go ahead, Dalit. Uh Shout out to Charlie Brooker for showing uh, Ricky Kalahara how to properly write a story about uh, uh, people with terminal illnesses and love. Oh wow, Black Mirror. Yeah, I need to I watch check it out. Holiday. I'm still only on two episodes, first two episodes. I gotta check out the rest. Yeah, that'll be like my Thanksgiving holiday thing. Nice. <laughs> oh god, that's gonna be the worst Thanksgiving holiday ever. I'll be feeling so miserable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Amy Reader so. and uh, Brendan Montclair, our previous guests from Kamigamani. Uh, ah, uh, uh, did something happen with uh, Devil Dinosaur? No, no, no. Just shouting them out. Because okay. now that now it's yeah, up it's on still the, a good book. now it's yeah it now it's up on you know the interviews on uh, geeksoverbrother dot com. Okay, it's called promotion. I know. Usually there's something to promote. I mean, they got Devil Dinosaur to promote and Moon Girl. Yeah, yeah, but uh, they de- they definitely deserve shout now. Shout outs again to Brobot. Oh, half Lord. brother, half robot. <laughs> the 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 um the series continues and it's on YouTube called Robot uh, Robot Johnson actually. Oh, and God. it's just a, it's just a cute it, it's just like a cute interesting take on like you know a little sci-fi, a little robot, you know Frankenstein, little Frankenstein mixed in hip hop. Um, <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know, Afrofuturism in there, stuff like that. Nice little series. Definitely can check I, it out. Can I go wrong with the name alone? <laughs> Afro series. Robot. Robot, definitely. All right. So, um, going around the table. Before we, before we, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do this. Maybe we'll catch up on one TV show. We'll do our, uh, movie phone and we'll close out. But, what are some of you guys' favorite? Let's talk about some first contact. Let's talk about where humans 
that aliens for the first time, TV, movies, what were some interesting things? How did, how did, and, and what were some bad ones? Like, how did people just ruin, you know, ruin the whole concept? Are we going? Are we going to start with the movie called First Contact? <laughs> I liked it. You guys suck it up. That was a good movie for its time. Yeah, I'm still uh, more of a Star Trek six what fan. What time was that? 1997. <laughs> Contact. Yeah, you can let anything. That go was like the first movie I saw in a new movie theater that opened up. It was like free screenings. Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about Contact or Star Trek First Contact? Con? No, Star Contact. Trek. No, no. Okay. Oh, Star Trek First Contact, contact. Right. awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about Contact first. Go ahead. Jodie Foster's oh. Contact. It was a good movie. Again, for uh, its I, time. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I like it. it. It hasn't as aged as well as some other movies, but I think that the book is better. But, um, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I mean, the reveal annoys me to no end. And I think South Park it's rubbed good. it in more, so it made me more salty about it. Yeah. Again, the book is yeah, better. Me too. I didn't like the reveal. Oh, why? Because it's insulting. Well, it, it's not that I didn't like the reveal. It's that, again, what I was saying before, there was this beautiful kind of meta meta moment where you had humans contacting these unseen aliens and stuff like that, and then the alien kind of, you know, it 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 doesn't it just... bring her to the ultimate in imagination yeah. at the end. It just it feels insulting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it oh, like this is our beach full of stars, and all of it is like what you could be. But you're not, so screw you. You're going back to Earth, bitch. <laughs> no, they brought no, her to a just, thing full of stars like, because because it's what she knew. It's like they, they needed to bring her to a beach full of stars to have like present a freaking metaphor. That's where all women want to go. No, it's like no. they, they, they needed to do yeah, like you needed to build a rock. You needed to build this insanely expensive topic. machine, kill how many people, blah blah blah, just to present a metaphor. That just seems insulting. What what did Hobbit say? What did he say? Uh, oh, Chavez Chavez said about uh, that's what all girls want. Yeah, the beach with the stars. Let's go. What an offensive moment! I don't stand for that kind of talk. <laughs> I'm staying out of this, dude. What I did like, what I did like about the end of Contact is that the aliens were like, "We got to do this in little steps," which made yeah. sense. Like Carl Sagan was right. If aliens come down, they're like, "We can't give you it all at once." Like you guys will go crazy. No, but and like the little step little they, step. the little step they gave them was like, you know, doubt. That's all they gave them. It's like, well, there's 14 hours of footage for some reason, and we don't know why. And everyone's like, huh. Yeah, huh. Huh. I I should point but out in the book there were, in the book that it wasn't, wasn't just Jodie Foster who went on one at a time, please. <laughs> in the book there were multiple people who went in the um, space capsule and they all saw a different thing. So that was see that's interesting to me. Yeah. Jodie Foster's like ego is too big to contain that many people in the ship. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh. the other movie. The other movie. Star Trek First uh, Contact. How'd you guys like that? Love it. It's just a Star Trek movie. 
It's like yeah. an anti, it's an anti Star Trek movie just because it's so violent, it was, heavy, it was, but it I was love a it. Long Star Trek episode. I don't if you if you if I you know if I had to rate all the even numbered films, it's probably my least favorite of the cla- of those four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like it was a Star Trek TV movie made yeah. into a movie. Yeah. But no, yeah, but it was. Exactly. I love that movie. It's just so cheesy and fun. And what's his name from Babe is there, as like you know, drunken scientist who develops oh, warp drive. Well, Alfred Woodard also played the uh, you know calling Picard the Ahab in the yeah. entire movie. And what's her yeah, name love, is there? And what's her name is with Picard like as they go into the club and he machine guns a bunch of Borg and everything. It I is level. Oh God! It's like that yeah. was just great. And I love how like just like it's just. I liked how this movie showed Picard's obsession with the Borg that the series never really addressed after the fact. After the fact, it's more of a PTSD. Like, he had this massive PTSD that, like, the series kind of graced upon really small in the episode after all that happened. But, like, here we see, I mean, it's just a freaking mania. Like, we never saw that in the show. Like, he is just driven to, like, Kill yeah. as many well, after you possible. had all that, well, I mean, after you had all that hardware stuck in you, I mean, you kind of feel that way too. <laughs> no, but like in the show, I mean, like they kind of addressed that when he was in France. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but like they never addressed it in a way that like felt like like this. Like Picard just was just out for blood. Yeah, the closest and, thing like, they yeah. ever got to. Oh, the ever... Yeah, he the closest thing ever got to it. Go ahead, Dalek. Uh, <laughs> the closest they ever got to it in the show is when Picard was ordering around uh, Hugh as Lacutus to try to decide whether or not I should kill this kid oh, or not. God, I hated Hugh of Borg. <laughs> um, and even then, it didn't go all the way. Yeah, no, what I was going to say was uh, Picard was definitely dealing with the mental issues that were not being healed in the 24th century. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, many episodes. Mm. was interesting. <laughs> you know? All right, moving on. Um, what other movies spoke um, to you as far as first World time? of Worlds. Which one? First one, the 53. Oh, God, yes. That one terrified the radio me show. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, the radio show, of course, is always going to It's like, it is the original, it is the original. I'm specifically, I'm specifically talking about, like, first contact, like, when Uh, when um, the humans and the the, the aliens first meet, which is in World to World, but that particular scene, that (laughs) that particular scene where, uh, where they come up and they blow them farmers away. That's messed up. Is there, yeah. is, there, is, there, is there a number on how many people? Like, is it a whole world thing? Or is it set well, to just yeah, a group of people and you know, one alien? When the aliens first arrive, right. Not necessarily no, no, no. the whole movie, if it's peace or the... But what brings uh, what what brings to I, mind, like, interesting first time? You know one? It might just a whole movie. I got Maybe one. Not. I got one. Go ahead, dialect. What do you got? Uh, Close Encounters <laughs> of the Third Kind. Of, yeah. Yeah, I love that. No, that's a great I love one. That. I, I wish it was available uh, streaming. I, I'd love to show that one. Classic Spielberg where he actually gets it right and mixes, like, you know, 
scariness without being terrifying. Right. No, isn't it on Crackle? Huh? Isn't it on Crackle? It's a Sony movie. Uh, no. I hadn't looked. No, uh -huh. the thing's on Crackle. Not, uh, as far as I looked, the thing was there, but not, uh, Spoken Counts. I can't, I can't find it anywhere major right it, now. So, it, was on, it was on Netflix for, like, the longest time, wasn't it? I didn't see it on Netflix. Maybe. Uh, Maybe it doesn't, a few it doesn't years matter. Ago. I have it on Blu-ray. Maybe a few. <laughs> well, that's me, Dalek, because I'm trying to run Saturday Night Sci-Fi, and I'm exactly. missing out on all these classic films. Throw that up there. Well, I have a top five of Close Encounters. Are you going to do all top, top five? five. Like, yep. Right now? Oh, is this from Lowe's Feet, or is this yours? <laughs> it's going to be quick. Because I'm a child of the 80s, Here's what speaks. Back in me. Cringe, cringe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go. Top five close encounters. Flight of the Navigator. I yes. That. That I love that hard. movie. Cocoon. Eh, not a fan, but it's okay. <laughs> Brother yeah. from Another Planet. That's well, what the 70s. Is. is done. I'm... No, it's from I'm... the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Solar Babies. God. No. That was the first it, encounter it, movie. I thought wasn't no. that the one where they're rollerblading and they have to break the dam so they can get water. Yeah, I, that was the first contact. Yeah, that wasn't with aliens. From outer space. <laughs> All right, then the day the Earth stood still. Yes. Yeah, okay. Keanu Reeves version. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 Michael Rennie. Fifty. Yeah, a good one. A good one. Keanu what? Reeves is a dick version where he just leaves <laughs> all of Earth to like to rot. <laughs> It's like, yeah, we're letting you survive, but we're going to go ahead and kill all your electricity forever because we're dicks from space. <laughs> no, they're not, they had to do something. They didn't travel all that way not to mess up Earth in some way. I mean, they, we they basically we killed did. mankind without killing mankind. That's what they did. Like, that was yeah, their... You can't live with a, without a little electricity? No, oh, but, like, all those people of pacemakers hey, hey, you... dead. Anyone who relies on electricity to live dead anyone in flight oh, dead no 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 they they they, they really said yeah and that's how that show from nbc started <laughs> oh, so what did they specifically say revolution yes revolution they specifically yes. said uh, that all all the all vehicles are stopped except for planes and devices that are meant to keep people alive that's it yeah yeah that's so a really that's stop. a really gotta... large hand wave Toby, you got first contact. Oh, uh, yeah, she took one of mine. But um, I got I got <laughs> two that just like made my mind go. One Mac was, and me because um, it relates nah, to Toby. No, nah, TV show. TV show. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. You're like that's just like me. He's small like me. <laughs> Shut up. That is hilarious. Shut up. And I work on that. And he's still talking. Um, <laughs> no, I like the uh, the episode of Twilight Zone to serve man. It's one of my uh, favorite. It's a cookbook. Yeah, great contact. Sorry, Toby, could you say that again? To the serve men. The serve oh, man. Serve man. Episode man. Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, let's one keep, of the keep Very scary. And um Probably the most famous, and so. another one that I got that like just it just made me go. I don't know still to this day. But it was um uh the one that uh Scarlett Johansson was in. Um what the heck? Under the under the skin? Oh, under the skin. Oh, that one was. Oh, I remember that one? 
It that's was bizarre. Because that's all you can say. <laughs> it, that was interesting. That's, it that's... came from you don't remember? No, I don't remember that one. She's like she kind of Are becomes you... like a succubus alien hybrid. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... I didn't see it, but uh, yeah. This is not the one with the, where she's in like a black room. Yeah. No, she's in the yeah. car. Well, <laughs> but she ends up in a black room, and if you watch the movie, you'll know what the black room and all that's about. But yeah, that's the one. He's a sucky okay. bitch hitchhiker. Yeah. I thought I, I, I'm I'm surprised no one picked up Mars Attacks yet, because uh, they're still going around ack, the table. Ack, 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 ack. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I had a I wow. unironically like I still unironically like that movie. I'm I, I like that, that movie. movie is just hilarious. No, I love how cowboy yodeling just blows hilarious. up their heads. That's not even cow. It's not even cowboy yodeling. It's it's freaking Canadian Mountie yodeling. I thought it was cowboy yodeling. No, no, no. no the Indian Indian love song is from a, a movie about the Canadian Mounties. Oh, okay. That's funny. That's funny. I pick. Uh... The TV show V. Oh, the real V. The real V. Yeah. The mini series or the TV series? Because the TV series was garbage. <laughs> Wait. The original TV series. Original. No, I mean, like, the original TV series was garbage. I they had to cut like down on all the effects. The, um, the reboot. You talking about the, 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 uh, arena, you talking about the mini series? No, because they had the mini series, and then they had the. And they had the second mini series, and then they had the. The TV series where they had to cut down the effects and the and the V's didn't have their voice change anymore, and all right. that other nonsense. And then they did V uh, the well, Final I Battle. Guess it would have to be the miniseries because you know yeah. we're talking about contact. So no, I guess it's yeah, all the, the first... min- like there's wait is there two miniseries or three miniseries and then the TV series? There's two series? miniseries. There's the original okay V the original two part V, the V the Final Battle, which is the conclusion of the first series of V. Uh, it, that brings up to five episodes. Then they do V the series, which is awful. Yeah, the and series is terrible. Just somehow even worse. Oh God! Right. And yeah, the ugh, ABC series where it turns out they're Republicans. Ugh. They're all Republicans. That started around. Give me, a, give me, a, give me another party. one, JD. Give me I'm another sorry? one. Give me another first contact. <laughs> hey, I was thinking Men in Black. I can't think of any at the moment. Ooh, nah, that, you know what? That's interesting nah, because. That's interesting because the first contact wasn't dealing with humanity, just one human, Will Smith. Well, yeah. no, even before. Do, wait, do they show the picture of the original first contact in Men yeah, in Black? Yeah, yeah, no, they did. Yeah, okay, they I couldn't remember if that was a cartoon series one or if that was actually in the movie. No, no, yeah, the one where K, uh, K is handing them the uh, the flower. Flowers, yeah, because yeah. in the cartoon they actually do an episode that covers that whole moment. <laughs> oh, here's another. Here's another first contact that was interesting. Um, Andromeda strain. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's an alien virus come to kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, does Killer Clowns from Outer Space count? Yeah, sorta. Of. Oh. <laughs> <Sort of. laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. Aliens deciding to be clowns, or were they actually clowns? I mean, by that token, I guess close and no, not close encounters. Two thousand one, a space odyssey would count. That was some serious first uh, first encounter. Yeah, that that yeah. was first. That was the first. The abyss. I mean, that. Yeah, the abyss. Yeah, that's the yeah. first. The, the abyss like the first is one of my favorite films. Water tentacle. What do we do with um with uh Terminator? Because that's like a circular. 
encounter. Mm. No, but they're not aliens. They're not they're aliens. AI. Alien. That is true. That is we true. we made that problem. Uh, yeah. There there are the two famous aliens, Predator and Alien. Yeah, oh, God. yeah. that would have been. AVP? Yeah, no, know, not necessarily AVP. That, does, that's, that, that never happened. I mean, Danny Glover is just so tired of those Predators. <laughs> alien counts. Alien counts. I don't know if Predator counts because Predators were coming to Earth previously. But don't even count. It, it Don't it count for because, those people because they come yeah. and they hunt and nobody else knows about them. Like Batman had a yeah. first encounter I mean, with an alien. I'd say Predator I mean, Two is predator. more of a, I'm sorry. Predator Two is more of a first encounter because, like you know, Danny Glover deals with those other predators who come to like you know pick up the rogue predator who's decided to go kill See, him. But you can't you can't just call that out because that that's just saying that Arnold Schwarzenegger just running into a predator. Why he was going to take on some other mission was yeah. the first encounter. He wasn't going yeah. to attack a predator. It, it's probably yeah, the gotta... first documented one in the, in that particular. Exactly. Well, I mean, I imagine, I it, I imagine it was just, not documented. That was probably like Black Ops or whatever. And that's my whole thing. None of them are documented. Yeah. That's the crazy part about no, it. No, but in Every time Predator, predator 2, it's documented because you knows. have a whole giant spaceship. <laughs> Okay. Oh, what we about we're, it's yeah. forest for the trees? Wasn't there a movie called Alien Nation? And yeah, um... yeah. oh God, yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. what's his name? Was, uh, movie. That that was uh that was the reverse of V, where the yeah. aliens came down same way. They came down, hovered for a minute, but then the aliens were assimilated into. It's reverse because the same guy who wrote V uh, also wrote the TV series of Alien Nation, and a lot of people think Alien Nation was his response to how badly handled uh, V was after he got fired. No, just, I uh, like the Alien Nation, the TV series. I actually like the TV series. <laughs> I never TV saw the TV series. TV series was good. good. Yeah, was uh, good. I have it on my Plex that I had sent to you, but... um. And then oh we have to, then we, uh, what, Neil Blokenkopf <laughs> gave us, uh, District 9, where we have District to deal with disgusting, uh, you know, disgusting yeah. aliens that we want to go, want to go home, but they won't. <laughs> so, so what do categories, just to end with this, what do first contacts, what, what kind of categories do they fall into where aliens are benevolent or yeah. aliens? come into contact and start destroying Earth, <laughs> or aliens come into first contact and we start destroying the aliens? I mean, and then there's also, well, I mean, like, you know, the alien refugee ones that will, yeah, and, and yeah. there's Alienation District 9. I mean, Alienation District 9, what's its name on Sci-Fi Channel that got canceled? There, there's oh. misunderstandings, like, for instance, in Babylon 5, the, the first time they met the Vorla, the... Uh, yeah, those gun ports were open. misunderstanding first contact. Those yes. gun ports were open, damn it. They were going to fire on us. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, who here has played Wing Commander, the old computer games? Me. Oh, I'm, I just started playing them again. I'm yeah, the backstory. That, 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 that whole backstory comes out of there as well. Um, I want to bring up an alien movie that I don't think a lot of people talk about. It, and as a Dare graduate, this really uh, resonated with me. It was about an alien who came down to Earth because. 
somehow human brain serum was a drug. Oh God! Oh, I come in peace. Oh, my yeah. Goodness. Yes. Oh my God! You're leaving all the time pieces. on local TV yes. for yeah, some reason. Pieces, yeah. So, brother. Yeah, I come in peace. Dolph Lundgren. God, I have not seen What's that movie in like probably twenty years. Yeah. Yeah, Dolph plays both the guy, the cop trying to kill the alien and the alien. It's very strange. Uh, well, okay, so William Hurt's movie where he, uh, he fell in love with, he fell in love with the wife of a guy that died, took his body, and the wife fell in love with him. John Carpenter film. What was it? Starman. Starman, yeah. Starman. Yeah, it's Starman. Oh, speaking of Carpenter films, Geek Silver, would, uh, what, Mars? What was that? Ghost of Mars. Uh, Ghost of Mars. Stop. Mars attack. Stop. Stop it with that crappy yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right, Obi-Wan. Ghost of Mars. First contact, yeah. Yeah, because oh, okay, um, humans going places. Because we're talking about aliens coming up. I mean, how many and, and of the more humans go and have first Mutsky contact? Mutsky actually had a mention for that. He wanted to mention Stargate. And he also brought up Earth Girls Are Easy. <laughs> yeah, those are two. Might as well throw okay, Doom while we're at it. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, let's are they aliens? Up. Aren't um, they demons in Doom still? No, in in the in the movie they were aliens. Oh God, really? Oh, hell about, they became aliens. Talking about they the are. chat. Who's in the chat? They're demons. Who's in the chat? Who's in Mutsky. the chat? Mutsky and also Bison. Oh, okay, okay. What's up to Bison and Mutsky? Shout out to them, definitely. Um. Let's close out. Sci-fi, uh, Saturday Night Sci-Fi went well. I wasn't able to make it. Me and Toby Wan were on a mission. And, uh, From I God? Couldn't, I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we was actually making first contact. Oh, okay. We were making first <laughs> So, um, uh, I did feature everything before us. A nice little quaint. Uh, kind of sci-fi. You know, slightly dystopian future. Not a heavily dystopian future but something with a fairly decent ending and stuff made by what's the what's the uh shoot i can't remember can't remember a production company but they're on youtube and they made uh they, they made several um they made several like short films and stuff like that and uh everything before us was their uh feature film and it was good it was really good uh, this week, I don't know. This week, I was going to show some episodes of Star Trek, but our guests that came on earlier, um, Dave and Alex Pastor and uh, Ted Humphrey, had mentioned that Incorporated is going to have a uh, preliminary Ooh. Uh, uh, viewing of, not viewing, but they're, they're going to make available the first episode, I think, starting tomorrow. It's uh, uh Back me up on that, Toby One. I think starting tomorrow they're gonna they're gonna feature the pilot episode. So I might do that Saturday instead. I might uh they're also, contact the sci fi and let them they're know. They're also that showing uh, this huh? Saturday they're also showing the uh, flash animated um Doctor Who episode. Oh yeah, that's right. In black and white. Oh interesting. What, at nine o'clock? Uh eight thirty. 
which which story was it? Something of the Daleks, I forget. Power of the, Power Daleks. Of the Daleks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's the very first post regeneration story, so it's yes. Nothing of a like Yeah, BBC seconds. America this weekend. <laughs> yeah, none of the original so, footage exists, but the original audio did, so they uh, reanimated everything. So uh, two trailers came out. You want to talk about the good one or the bad one? Good one. Well, well, what's the bad one? I'm curious. <laughs> save it for last. The, the bad one, well, the good one to me was Valerian yes. and the City yes. of a Thousand Planets. I don't even care. I really don't. Valerian looks so hot. I want to see that movie. I don't know. It's giving me the Jupiter Ascending feels. Oh, my God. It's me. Get out of here with that shit. Fifth Element. This is Fifth Element. This is as close as we're getting to Fifth Element 2. That's why I want to see this. (laughs) Okay. That's all. I can't even trust Basan anymore. He's burned me way too many times. Oh, what are he your background? Gonorrhea, syphilis, <laughs> Yeah, Arthur and the Invisibles. What? I mean, come on. Lucas he directed all three of those. Movie. Don't forget that. Yeah, I know. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> no, but Listen, Valerian looks awesome. Hit- He's hit and miss, but I think when he's inspired, he's inspired, and I think yeah. Valerian inspired him. Yeah, so even it's, it's not even you know. even an original property. It's a bunch of old French comics from the sixties. So. I mean, wasn't Fifth we Element kind of based off that, of old Alex. French? Stuff? Which is good. That. That's I his inspiration. That, I still want to see that is it. his inspiration right there. Yeah, I mean, Valerian yeah. kind of inspired a ton of stuff. Plus, it had an anime series of its own. Yeah. It's actually available on Crunchyroll. <laughs> so. uh... The other trailer that came out that I saw was Ghost in the Shell. The full trailer. Uh, uh, I'm still not sure yeah, about it. No. Did they still Johansson and her bad hair. Well, the hair they tried <laughs> oh, she to Becky represent. With the bad hair? They, they tried to represent <laughs> major the cartoon. With the bad hair. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they did some shots. I don't know if it's in this one. I haven't seen this trailer. But they tried to do shots in the other trailers where they just yeah. shoot her and she yeah, almost yeah. looks like the anime version. From the yeah. silhouette, no. and I'm like, I'm yeah. really trying yeah. to. No, they lifted complete scenes from the like you know the original movie plus standalone well, complex from this trailer. If you're yeah, actually doing the film, right? If you actually redoing the whole film, it's is it lifting or is it like just copying just, what's in the anime? Period. It's like a shot by shot remake. It's not even creative. Yeah, it's well, not. I mean, I, I imagine we have like long, thing. long shots of. Of crappy buildings where, uh, while strange Japanese women go <laughs> over the soundtrack. <laughs> wow. I don't know how I feel about CGI, though. Like, I think seeing Scarlett Johansson walking around like an anatomically incorrect Barbie. Like, she oh, does? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 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 wait, wait, Shadow. You saw, you saw Ghost in the Shell. I did. I, I did. It worked in oh, the no, She, saw, she saw one movie. No. Oh, 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 she saw oh, the original oh, film. What did you see? Say it again. So, yeah. The original one and also the Funimation release. Which, okay, you you, yeah, Ghost in the Shell knew. No, not Arise. That she, came before the new one. She looks I, like Kuzanagi in that 
you know, whatever. But it looks cheesy. It looks cheesy. They could have done. It looks cheesy. It looks really cheesy when she's going from invisible to visible, and that bad kind of green screen kind of thing in the background doesn't look good at all. (laughs) Oh God! uh, And and the guy who plays Bato. Oh God! Bato looks like shit. It's like how did you like how could you get this so wrong? Well, I mean, if they, they're, they're going to get the star character wrong, you might as well get the casting wrong. All yeah, the way and Muskie mentioned it's like, where are the freaking Tachikomas? <laughs> oh, that's because they're not in the fucking manga. Well, then fuck them. <laughs> Tachi- oh, calm down, people. We're good. We are not going to fight over a movie. about Ghost of the Shell that people like is from a TV show, which wasn't even written by the original guy. That's but it was still better than the original. It was. That's the thing. It's one of the worst pieces of crap that's ever been dumped on there, and everybody loves it. Oh, wow. So what are you guys? Are you guys going to watch? I'm not going to watch it because I'm still a little pissed about Johansson playing. Yeah, uh, yeah me too. I'm gonna watch it because I just don't fucking care. And I'll do yeah. it just out of pocket, and I'll still take one for the team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might watch it just because, just so. Like, and, you know, and, I mean, and and the other thing besides Kuzunaki, it's just it just feels insulting. It yeah. does. <laughs> I mean, I know they're avoiding calling her Kuzunagi, and they're just like saying the major because they don't want to say she's Asian. <laughs> Yeah, right. yeah. But, but, uh, but something, something just feels insulting about the look of it, anyway. Like they're yeah. trying to give us, they're trying, they're trying to give us something that we're supposed to love because we love the original thing. Yeah, and it's know, like it's, it's Dragon Ball Evolution this. all over again. This is um, wow. of, of Eon Flux. I, oh, that was so I hated that. I hated that movie so much. And what about the Eon Flux? Oh, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with Charlize Theron. Yo, I, I, I mean, there was no way to do an Ian Flux movie right. That was the thing. And then How they just went and made it. I love that. What? I have to watch see? that. The cartoon That movie series? is terrible. Seriously? Yo, I will not even turn that movie. If I see it on like the, the cartoon, channel, like there was no good way to do that movie right. And like, I mean, like the cartoon yeah, the touched on awful. so many things that was just impossible to make work in a movie. I gotta watch and, it. Like, they I, gotta watch it. it. I gotta take, I gotta take it in. I gotta watch okay. it. I've been the Are any of you gonna see You're missing nothing. Power Rangers? No, he's oh, missing Lord. something. Maybe. Oh, I'll probably we see that, but I still think it's week. stupid that they needed boob armor. Uh, what about, uh, did anybody see the trailer for uh, Beauty and the Beast that came out yesterday? No. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't care about it. Not, not yeah, even okay. a care for not it. Not interested. Gaston, it like, looks good. One more time. What was it? What was the trailer for? Beauty and, Beauty and the Beast live action. Yeah, action. Oh yeah! It actually no. looks like it'll be well done. With non, with Gaston, like you know, not able to do anything. <laughs> Gaston looks kind of weak. Yeah. I do anyway. find it. I do find it amazing that they actually took something from the original fairy tale that they left out of in the in the previous Disney movie. What the the Stockholm syndrome? No, no, no. How, uh, uh, you know, in the original movie, uh, the Beast just locks up Maurice because he's a dick. Well, in this one, they went back to Maurice trying to steal the, the rose to give to Belle, and that's why yeah. the Beast locks him up. Oh, that's what didn't happen in the original, in the animated one? Because, no, it did. No. Wow, I guess just like, remember that from the story, because that's the way I remembered it no, as a he kid. Was hunting. He, he was hunting on his land, and that's yeah. what he, that's what he, uh, well, yeah, he was like, and also the fact that the beast, like you know, looks like someone who just maybe has a bit too much body hair and doesn't look like a beast. 
He kind of looks, you know, what he looks like. He looks like the the, the fawn for Pan's Labyrinth. If he finally like grew some hair. Oh jeez. It's like <laughs> they looked at the design for like you know the Disney version of the beast, and it's like, yeah, let's make him less like a beast because you know nobody likes that. Yeah, he reminded me of Cowardly Lion from the. It's weird. like make him look more like Kristen Kruk, and we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, closing out. Closing out. Ring, ring, ring. Uh-oh. Oh, now you want it? Uh-huh. Full movie full. Hey, we got time. You better hurry up. Give it to him. Okay. Hello, you selected Mr. Fake Movie Phone. First, it's White Creed. Next. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my god. I know. I know. <laughs> really? Well, AKA bleed for this, but we're going to call it White Creed instead. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Next, The Edge of 17. It is a comedy that you've seen 40 million times because it's another one of those comedies. Next, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, or Harry Potter if you didn't care. Sex or or Pokemon Go live action. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> With wizards. <laughs> Next, oh Daughters of the Dust is a reissue of an older film. Really? Next, the eyes of my the eyes of my mother. It is a horror film. Really? That sounds like a touching romantic comedy name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eyes of my mother. Next, the ongoing, the latest chapter of the ongoing saga of the private, I am not Madame Bovary! Wow. What? Is that Bovary? <laughs> no, Madame Bovary. I am not... Wow. It is a comedy <sighs> drama and it is in Chinese because it is well go. Next, we have Magnus. It is a documentary, then a Manchester by the Sea, a drama, Nocturnal Animals, a drama thriller, Officer yeah. Down, Yo, Eternal Animals. That's the movie this weekend. That's the one to see. <laughs> oh, what is it? You gotta hype it for us. A a Amy, yo, Amy Adams does a double header. First arrival this past weekend, Nocturnal Animals this coming weekend. Story about a woman and a, and her ex husband, and you Can't know everything seems cool, but her ex husband writes a book about killing his wife, and all of a sudden, and he's trying to get Amy Adams to read it. Look, okay. kind of, look at the trailer; it looks interesting. It's a Tom I love, movie. Uh, I love the Guardian's headline for it. It says, uh, "Nocturnal Animals caps off Hollywood's year of toxic masculinity." Yeah. Moving on. A street cat named Bob. It is a comedy drama. There's a movie for you, L. If Shadow. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> the Take. It is an action film and expanding the the universally panned Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. How is everybody in that movie though? And it's directed by Ang Lee. Because Ang Lee hasn't made a good movie since you know Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Is that true? Well, Brokeback Mountain made a lot of... Oh, no. well, yeah, that. Only, the, only this podcast didn't like uh, Life of Pi. I liked it. I mean, you know, gay cowboys. I like Life of Pi. I like Life of Pi. Well, who the hell didn't Eric, like Life of Pi? Oh, Eric got swindled. 
Eric got, a.k.a. Phil Enrique and Uno, got swindled <laughs> because of the advertisement. He got sucked into the advertisement like a sucker. <laughs> well, I mean, the one thing Ang Lee does have, I mean, he's base. He is trying to do what uh, what's his name, James Cameron, does with technology. Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk is the first movie in what was it? Ultra fast speed, so it's like 120 frames per second plus it's 3D. Yeah, wow. and there's only two theaters in the U.S. that can show it, unfortunately. So unless you're at one of those, you ain't seeing it that way. Hmm. There's only two TVs in the U.S. that'll be able to watch it. Yeah, but like it's played in two theaters this past weekend, and at both of them, it made fifty-seven thousand dollars each. That's crazy though. Hundred twenty, hundred twenty frame rate. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, which would look great with 3D, one would imagine, but you know, only two theaters in the U.S. that can support it. And I think it's like six around the world total that can support that. Wait, wait, wait. But how? Hundred twenty frames per second. That's. I mean, can you and I even process that? It doesn't matter. You and I can't hardly do 24. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Start yeah. bleeding you know? at like 60, I think, so. Yeah. <laughs> It'll take some time, but we'll catch 60, up. 60, 60, 60 is video. Well, a 60 frames per second is basically videotape, which is lifelike motion. I mean, the world runs at 60 frames per second, so. No, that's right. through your eyes. Uh, that's through through mine, it's like anyway. 360. Anyway, is that it? Nocturnal animals. I'm telling you guys, I got a good feel about nocturnal animals. But um, you know, beasts. Uh, what was it? Was it Harry Potter? Beasts chasing beasts. Oh, fantastic beasts and where to find them. Find them. And where to find them. That looks good. There's a few things that look good. But if you don't do that, definitely you can catch up on uh, Arrival and Doctor Strange if you don't want to see the new stuff. Yeah. November is freaking packed for movies, so there's something for everybody eventually. Yeah, yeah, I, think got, I think we got a good month. Or you can just see White Creed. Anyway. White what? Creed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys out there, glad you were listening to the show. Really appreciate it. You can find us on Twitter, MDog957, Ali underscore she, Howard Toby, Illuminous, Still Reeking underscore Uno. Real Lord Dollar, Jonathan J. Stone Zero, Sharita 22, Archie Manor. Uh, you can also find, she wasn't here tonight, but we did dub her her new name, Afro Puff and Stuff. <laughs> you can find Black Nerdity on Twitter. Afro Puff and Stuff. Black Nerdy. You can find uh, Blurred Words Afro on Twitter. Afro Puff and Stuff. Kevlar Proxy. They're, they're all Who's your friend when things hit rough? stuff. Can't do a little catch. Can't do enough. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the shout out. I haven't given them a shout out in a long time, but shout out to Black Black Geeks, Black Girl Nerds, Seven Matrix, uh, definitely Bison, definitely Bison out there. Um, all the others, shoot, everybody, man. Everybody. Everyone, guys, we can you get everyone to shout out. Yeah. Everyone gets a shout out. You get a shout Everyone out. Everyone gets a shout you out. You get a shout out. <laughs> Everybody gets a shout out. Yeah. I'm glad on Twitter. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. Me and the Nerdy Venom's numbers still grow, and uh, you know, showing the appreciation and stuff like that. Like I said, support us. Support the podcast. Support the blog and everything that we do. Um, com. Hit that donate button. That's that. Donate button. Oh, yep. no, please. 
<laughs> a button should not be hated. It should not be hated. Anyway, yeah, hit that donate button. Like I said, I want everybody listening to the podcast, 20 people. I need 20 people to donate a dollar a month. That's all I'm asking. You know, a dollar a month can uh, go a long way with this with this crew, so uh, help us out. Anyway, you got to take care. Really enjoy it. Hit us up, uh, Five Nerdy Venoms, it's all your nerdy news, Facebook and Twitter, and me, Geek Full Brother, of course, Facebook, Twitter, Google+. Plus. YouTube is doing strong. I got some reviews up there. I want to put a rival up there and a few other things. So you guys check all that out uh, and tell your friends. Yes, really appreciate it. We love all your nerdy conversation. Talk to you it's, later. It's Thursday. Hey. Thursday, can we come on? Reverse the piece. <laughs> Thursday we got Kami Gamani coming up. Who we got? Who we got on? Uh, well, we have Ricky Drummond, uh, playwrights. Uh, did a musical based off of the game, uh, the music for Portal, both games, Portal One and Two. Uh, we're talking about the fallout of the election in the comic industry. So you know, dance, bot, and a few others. Definitely. Uh, definitely the uh, yep, uh, and the. T- Nintendo Switch and uh, harassment of video game and comic book creators on social media. We're gonna wrap it up with that. So, yeah, yeah, definitely some important topics. So check that out again. Talk to you guys later. Peace. Bye. Bye. And since I, and since I never got to play it. Uh-oh. Uh, that's all right. I'm going to edit this out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Love it. <laughs> It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.